This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center code. are an awful person. You're stupid, incompetent, and incredibly lazy. If breathing weren't involuntary, you'd be dead. I hate your clothes, your car, and your haircut. I even hate your smile. You're stupid, actually just plain dumb, uninteresting, and you're ugly too. People don't like you. Even little old ladies and little old men don't want to be around you. Little kids are afraid of you. Heck, even dogs don't like you. Your employees revile you. They can't stand you. They laugh at you behind your back. You're worthless and a complete waste of everyone's time. You can't do anything right. Everything you touch fails. You're the biggest loser I know, and I know a lot of losers. Hey, thanks for coming in for a coaching session. I know, I know, never happened, never would happen. And yes, maybe there was even some things in there that you've always wanted to say and give feedback on, but don't do it. Don't ever do it. I was simply joking. Welcome to Podcast 34. Today, we're going to talk about receiving feedback from your boss. Those comments that you just heard are awful, and they would never, ever be heard in a coaching session. But those are some of the thoughts we think we will hear when we go in for a meeting coaching session with our boss. I mean, those are, those are the worst possible things that we think we might ever hear, and it may even be the thoughts and fears of the people that come in to see you. Today, we're going to talk about you, though. We're not going to talk about your employees. We're going to talk about you receiving feedback, the feedback you get from your boss. When we sit down to get feedback from our boss, it really is all about you, all about us. And I wanted to talk about that today because everyone loves feedback when it's positive. You're wonderful, amazing, very, very special. Unfortunately, most coaching sessions with our manager rarely start or end with you're very, very special. Why? Because that's not what they're there for. Coaching sessions are designed to help you and your boss get on the same page, your page. And then how can you get better on your page? It really is all about you. There are three things you can do to make sure your coaching sessions help you to become more successful. Let's take a look at each one of them. The first one is is that it's always good for you. Coaching sessions are always good for you, even if they're not always positive. It's an opportunity for you and your boss to get on the same page about your performance in the company. Nothing, nothing is better than knowing exactly where you stand. Even if the feedback you get is not all positive, you now know exactly what is expected and how you can improve. Even if you're getting a PIP, you know, performance improvement plan, 
and, and it's awful. It's your worst day. You're still getting to know exactly where you stand and what you need to do. Now, if you also hear a bunch of great news, then you can celebrate that as well. Here's three things that you can do under the guise of it's always good for you. First, be very quick to listen. Listen, listen, and listen again. What your boss is saying is very important to you. Listen closely. You've heard me make the comment, what my boss finds interesting, I find fascinating. When you're in a coaching session, your boss is talking, listen. So not only be quick to listen, but be very slow to speak. We have two ears and one mouth. This is the time to make sure that you listen first. I know you're going to have questions, but allow your boss to share what they have to say first and then start to speak. And then finally, be slow to anger. Hold your anger. It's hard to hear negative things. Remember, it's about your performance, not about you personally. Even if you have a response or an answer, remember, this is not the time or place to get angry. And if you're the kind of person that when you get angry, your face kind of contorts and gets all gritty of teeth and you can just clearly tell that you're angry, you might want to spend a little bit of time in front of a mirror so that you can take constructive criticism in a way that's positive and reflects the fact that you're listening. And sometimes shaking your head up and down is a good way to acknowledge that you're listening despite the fact that you really don't want to. But any information that you get in a coaching session, it's always good for you. Even if it's bad information, it lets you know where you stand and it's good for you. The second thing to do when you're receiving feed feedback is to gather information. This is a great opportunity. You need to see it as a great opportunity. Your boss is going to give you direct feedback about your performance. This is important and a great chance for you to gain more information about your performance in the company. And it doesn't really matter where you are in your improvement plan and what's going on at that particular time, it's a great time to gather information and, and you should write it down. Write down exactly what is said. It's great to keep a journal of the comments and the feedback that you get. This way you can go back and actually check your improvement. Writing it down makes sure that you're not going to forget any information. It also shows that you have interest and that you're attentive. And when you begin to hear words that you may not want to want to hear, or maybe you've got an issue where you kind of grimace when you hear it, writing it down helps you to work your way through it and, and to recognize it and to make sure that you don't miss anything. The second thing that you need to do, not only with writing it down, is you need to ask questions. You have to get a better understanding of what's going on. And the only way to do that is to ask questions. Don't interrupt, but don't just sit there either. This is the time to make sure that you really understand what the feedback is and what it means. And then in this area of gathering information, learn more. Don't stop at just the feedback you receive if there's more to learn. You can ask for examples of how to improve, what new training you might be able to get. Is there someone that does it really well? Is there something that your manager can do to help model the information for you? Learn more. I mean, this is all about you. You've heard the joke, enough about me, what do you think of me? This is your one time when everything's focused on you and your performance. And when you really think about, when you sit down with your, with your manager, your leader, and they walk you through the coaching, I mean, you're probably going to follow pretty close to the same steps. And so it's really, really important first that you understand and are clear on how you get evaluated. And we've talked before about the fact that knowing and understanding your job, well, one of the ways that you can know and understand your job is to understand how you're actually being measured and how you're being reviewed. So there is a review form 
that your company has that is used probably the same review form every year under when they do your review, whether it's uh, biannually or you get one a year and however that works. But go to HR, get a copy of the review. Not necessarily a copy of, of your particular review from last year. Hopefully you've got a copy of that. But, but take a look at it. See what you're being assessed on. See if there's words like teamwork and leadership and, and promptness and attention to detail and follow-up and learn what some of those words are and once, what some of the areas are that you're going to be graded upon because that will give you a really good understanding of, of where you stand and what you need to work on and what the areas are that are important to your boss. Well, not only are you going to be graded on your review questions, but they're also going to be focused on the KPIs that you have for your team. And you're probably going to walk through the KPIs that you're doing well, the KPIs that aren't working as well. And then you're going to talk about the individual employees, those that need to be coached, maybe those that are on a PIP, um, maybe those that you're, you're, you're working through and you'll discuss some challenges or ways so that you can overcome some of the obstacles that your employees have. I, I know you're going to talk about attendance. You're going to talk about adherence. And hopefully you're going to talk about your ability to get training in areas. And, and if it's a really great coaching experience, maybe they're also going to talk about where you're going, where you want to go, what you aspire to be and what you aspire to do. And so the more that you understand about the, the makeup of your review and the makeup of your coaching session helps you to make sure that you're not only going to learn, but that you can learn more and, and try to grow from the coaching experience. So after we uh, recognize that it's always good for us, that we want to gather more information. The final one is, is, is just a simple thank you and next steps. I started by saying that this is all about you, and it is. And just like a phone call and just like what you teach your frontline reps, I want to finish well as well. And this means saying thank you and having a plan for your next steps. So always say thank you for the feedback. There's a reason that mom and dad told you when you were younger to say please and thank you because it's something you can use many, many different times in your life and one of the main times that you use it is when somebody gives you feedback, whether it's positive or negative, say thank you. Not only is it polite, but it's also very true because you now know exactly where you stand. This is great news. And don't forget to say thank you. But then you got to plan and follow up. What's your next task? Now that I know what we've got to do, you need to have a plan to follow up with your boss and make sure that you know what the next steps are. Make a date and a time and a task so it's very clear between you what it is that you have to do. And perhaps your company has a form that you're going to fill out or maybe, you're, maybe, you're, maybe your boss is going to go or he or she's going to go over exactly what it is that, that needs to be done. But make sure that you've got a follow-up plan and tasks that you need to do. And then once I've got a follow-up plan and tasks that I need to do and I've said thank you, there's only one more thing to do and that's to go do it. Go do something. Make a change. Get better. Improve. Now that we know how to be successful, whether it's to be successful next week or next month or next year, we need to go make it happen. Use the opportunity before your next coaching session to work on what you heard and what you wrote down so that you can be successful. And by the way, this exact same form is the form that you ought to be looking at in these notes that you've got on a daily basis to make sure that you're in line with what your boss wants you to do. Because you're gonna have another coaching session that's going to come up and one of the best parts about a coaching session is to not have to go over the things that you were supposed to do last time. 
One of the ways that you can improve, one of the ways that you succeed, one of the ways that you excel is to work on the stuff that you had in your last coaching session so that you're prepared to work on what's next. And and if you're a great leader, which I suspect many of you are, you probably don't have a lot of things that you do wrong. And so you don't want to let the coaching session go by when you can't learn how to do more things well and take on more challenges. Because if you do a bunch of things really well in a, in a great environment, you'll get more things to do. And if you get more things to do, you've got more ways to show that you're special, more ways to show that you're unique. And when you can show that you're special and you can show that you're unique and you can show that you're reliable and somebody that your boss and the company can count on, that's usually, usually a recipe for success and promotion and a raise and new opportunity and new projects. And that's certainly what we want to do. Here's a couple more quick hits regarding receiving feedback. Uh, number one, know your numbers. Don't, don't be lazy. Come into your coaching session knowing your exact numbers. Your boss is busy. He or she can get the numbers messed, messed up based on how many people they've got reporting to them. And I'm not saying that they're ever going to do that, but you should know your numbers. You should know what they are ahead of time. So when your boss starts talking about them, you know that they're yours. And you'll know the good ones and the bad ones and the ones that you need to work on, but know your numbers. Two, write questions down in advance. Don't wing it. Don't say, well, let me see if I can come up with something interesting while my boss is talking to me. So you find yourself trying to think about something unique to say rather than sitting down and preparing ahead of time and making sure that you've got your questions written down that you... Um, need to have. And, and by the way, if there's something important that you need to discuss, you should tell them up front to make sure that you've got enough time with which to get it done. Cause you don't want to bring up something important, like in the last three minutes and then not have any time to talk about it. So that's why you want to write it down and be prepared and let your boss know in advance. If there's something important that you want to talk about that may take some extra time so you can schedule it accordingly or reschedule it for another time. Don't gossip. You've heard me say this a hundred times. Don't gossip. Don't gossip. Don't gossip. It's the wrong thing to do. It, it doesn't, doesn't help at all. Don't try to get out of there. You know, if, 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 you're, if your time's up, use it. This, this is all about you. This is a chance for you to get better. This is a chance for you to learn more about yourself and how you can be more successful in the company. So use it. Take advantage of it. Be prepared. Know that it's an opportunity for you to to work. And if, and if you don't finish, if something gets interrupted and you only get, you're supposed to meet with your boss for, let's say 30 minutes. And after 10 minutes, something comes up and he or she has to cut it short or, you know, you have to, or, or something occurs that, that, that shortens it up and, you know, reschedule it, get the time, learn. It's a great opportunity for you to learn about something that's important. And then finally, nothing fuzzy. Don't leave a coaching session being fuzzy about anything. First of all, you need to be direct and make sure that you're communicating your questions and your thoughts and your positions very clearly, very direct, and make sure that what your boss has told you, that, that you understand it. Don't, don't walk away thinking that there's something fuzzy about this. I mean, this is your income. This is how you take care of your family or yourself. This is where you're either going to be employed going for, forward or maybe not be employed. Whether you're going to get a raise, whether you're going to get a promotion, whether you've got a future in this company, it's serious. And I know that every day we walk in, it, it can't be 
so serious that you don't have any fun and you don't enjoy yourself. And obviously you need to enjoy yourself and have fun. But when you're in a coaching session, this is about you. It's about your, your work. It's about your income. It's important. It's serious. And you should treat it as such. Receiving feedback can be one of the best things that happens to you, whether it's on a weekly basis or biweekly or monthly. It's a great opportunity for you to learn where you stand, great opportunity for you to get better, and a a great opportunity for you to improve some of the things that maybe you've always wanted to improve but didn't know how to. And maybe there's some things you don't really want to improve, but you need to improve because it will help you be more successful, help you get a better job, uh, help you get more money. So... The last thing that I would tell you is, is that everything that I just told you, your employees can use as well, because that's the way they should prepare to talk to you. So you actually can turn around and let them listen to this podcast, although you'll have to decide whether you want them to hear the first part or not. But exactly what I've just told you is the way that your employees ought to approach a conversation with you. And when you listen to it, you should apply it on how you deliver and share feedback with your employees as well. Listen, it's been great to talk to you this week. Uh, As always, I know that you can be a great leader. You just simply have to choose to do it. So why don't you just choose to do it? Go out and get it done. Thanks for listening. Look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.